One of the greatest disservices to the usage of iodine supplementing in modern medicine is the Wolf-Chaikoff research paper that was published in 1948 by UC Berkeley. I believe it was the single most influential paper that caused the removal of iodine from our food supply and has caused many people to suffer from thyroid and breast diseases unnecessarily. I was a victim of iodine misinformation from doctors who had learned that iodine was dangerous and I needed to avoid it. In my case, it was due to a shellfish allergy. Then, when I presented with a goiter, my doctor offered no advice to manage it where iodine supplementing would have more than likely saved me from cancer. This is why I make it my mission to share the truth to as many as will listen. Welcome to episode number three of Iodine in an Instant, where I share iodine information in five minutes or less. For additional information on this topic, please visit steppingstonesliving.com. This episode is dedicated to Dr. Guy Abraham, who departed from us in 2013. Without his dedication to finding the truth about iodine and its benefits, and his dedication to mentoring other doctors like my doctor, Dr. David Brownstein, I probably will not have lived to be here today. I am eternally grateful. Today's episode is titled, Why Are We Still Crying Wolf? Since the release of the 1948 paper by Wolf Chaikoff, Fear over the usage of iodine has continued to be passed on to every generation of medical professionals with no real proof of concern. Many will cite this paper erroneously, not realizing that the paper was actually an evaluation of the effect on rats. The reference to the Wolf-Chaikoff effect that has caused fear was a result of a review that was done in 1969 by Wolf and published in the American Journal of Medicine. It was titled, Iodide Gorder and the pharmacological effects of excess iodide. In this review, Wolf insinuated that the data represented in the effect proven on humans. Since a prestigious journal published it, the medical community assumed that it was confirmed in humans, and so it has continued on until today. The following comes directly from the article written by Dr. Guy Abraham called The Wolf-Chaikoff Effect, Crying Wolf. He lays it out so much better than I could with detailed information about the truth of high-dose iodine usage. Wartofsky et al. in 1970 evaluated the effect of Lugol solution administered at 5 drops, 30 mg of iodine and iodide, three times a day in five thyrotoxic patients. Following a well-designed protocol, they reported, it is concluded that the rapid decrease in T4 secretion induced by iodine is not the result of an acute sustained inhibition of T4 synthesis, the Wolf-Chaikoff effect, but rather results from an abrupt decrease in the fractional rate of thyroid T4 release. Therefore, in hyperthyroidism, iodine iodide in Lugol at a daily dose of 90 mg induced at physiological trend toward normalization of thyroid function, a beneficial effect, not the fictitious Wolf-Chaikoff effect as proposed by Wolf and Chaikoff. It is amazing that the Wolf-Chaikoff effect, which is still mentioned in iodophobic publications, has never been confirmed in rats by other investigators and has never been demonstrated in any animal species. In 1948, there was already evidence that the Wolf-Chaikoff effect, if it was for real in rats, and it is not, did not occur in humans. The Lugol solution and saturated solution of potassium iodide, SSKI, was used extensively in medical practice for patients with asthma. 
the recommended daily amount was 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams. This amount was used in patients with asthma, chronic bronchitis, and emphysema for several years. Hypothyroidism and goiter were not common in this group of patients. Those amounts of iodine would have resulted in serum inorganic levels 100 times higher than the serum inorganic iodine levels claimed by Wolf and Chaikoff to represent the Wolf-Chaikoff effect. This high dose, uh, dosage evidence is what I have encountered in my quest to find the truth from old medical books from the 1800s to the early 1900s. It's a tragedy how much we have lost. My quest for the future is to bring information back to the public eye and hopefully help many to avoid the suffering and pain I experienced. Well, that's all for today. Until next time, be well.